You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome to Faith in the Zone, a show about sports and faith and how the two come together in lives being touched. Right now, discover how people in sports walk in faith with host Mike McGivern and Pastor Ken Keltner on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. All this time, all this time, you covered me. Welcome to Faith in the Zone on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern alongside Pastor Ken Keltner from Brookside Baptist Church. Pastor, how you been? I'm great, Mike. Good to see you. Good to be with you in another uh, another segment of Faith in the Zone. Hey, Pastor, you've uh, you've seen me on the basketball floor. You've seen me on the softball field. You've seen me throwing the football around. If I told you that I've never had a sports agent approach me to try to be my agent, would that surprise you? Uh, <laughs> Remember, you're on faith in the zone now, uh, so you no, can't, no, no, you it, cannot lie, brother. I, I like how you turn two on the softball field. But I got I, quick I, feet. I, yeah, but I have to admit, um, no, I'm not surprised that you haven't had a sports agent well, contact you. Look, I could tell you this: if there's a sports agent out there looking at church softball guys, <laughs> I'm your guy. I am your guy. I'm really excited about today's show. I got to be honest with you because we have never, in six years, we've never had anybody. Um, from this field. And Gary Glick is the founder and president of Synergy Sports, um, sports management agency. And uh, I can tell you a little bit about it because I've done a lot of research on this company. They're founded on sound Christian principles of trust and integrity. And I'm looking forward to, to doing this show with him. Gary Glick, how you been? I'm good. Thank you. How are you? Good. Are you looking for any church softball guys to represent? <laughs> uh, let, let me let me see what happens in the final cut down in the NFL, and we'll see. That's excellent. Hey, I'll be I'll sit know. I'll be sitting by my phone just waiting because for me to come back on faith in the zone and say Gary Glick's representing me in different ch- you know church softball leagues, and I'd have to go back to Brookside Baptist and try to get a little bump on my salary. Yeah. Well, you know, you, you you look really good in the batter's box. Yes, I do. I mean, until until I try to hit one down the right field line and yeah. it goes foul and it's one pitch and you're out. Yeah, <laughs> that's all right. Hey, Gary, can we talk a little bit about? I know that uh, right now you're in Dallas, Texas, and just wondering where you grew up and and uh, a little bit about your background. Mine is a little bit of a weird background. My folks were divorced when I was three, so I spent about seven to eight months a year, every year in Dallas going to school, and then the rest of the time uh, in a little bitty town, which I challenge you to find on a map called Slocum, Alabama. Um, And, you know, living on a farm, doing the farm life there. Hmm. Man, so did you, where did you go to high school then? I went to high school in in, uh, Dallas, Richardson, called Lake Highlands High School. Um, Uh. Stover for the the kicker. Stover went to that high school. Okay, you know I've got a. I, I don't know if you know where Paradise, Texas, is, but um, a friend of mine is a head football coach at, in in Paradise, Texas, and you know he uh, he was a high school football coach I here. Don't in, think I know. Yeah, he was a high high school coach here in Wisconsin, and and uh, he said, "Man, high school football in in Texas is a whole different animal, whole different." Yeah, it, 
it's unbelievable. Some of these stadiums are college stadiums anywhere else. Boy, that's that's awesome. Were you an athlete? Did you play sports when uh, through high school? Yeah, I played uh, I played football and baseball. And uh, where'd you end up going to college then? I went to Texas A and M. That sounds like for you. How about you, Pastor? Not playing sports there. I was not good enough to play there. Well, uh, boy, that's that's high high level sports there. Being an Oklahoma boy, what, what do you think of Texas A and M? I like Texas A&M. I hated it when they got out of the Big 12, but, um, you know, I, I I don't have any. Because um, you don't I, like the Longhorns I, much. No, no I, I don't have any rivalry <laughs> with the Aggies, but the Longhorns and the Cornhuskers, now th- those are, and uh, and I do love Oklahoma State, but, man, when it comes down to Oklahoma and Oklahoma State, that's a rivalry too. That's tough. That's tough. We're talking to Gary Glick. He's the founder and president of Synergy Sports. Gary, how how early on did did you think that that getting into sports management was something that that was going to be in your future? And funny you ask that because it, I didn't know anything about it. I get I get so many emails every day from high school and college uh, age age uh, kids asking what they should major in and and all of that. And to be honest. I went to law school never knowing never knowing what sports agency was. It was a complete accident. So it was during the time I was practicing law in Dallas. Wow. And, and, and let's talk about that a little bit. How did this how did this come up then or so so you decided when you were practicing law that maybe this was the direction that that you should take your business? Willing to do just about anything not to be doing what I was doing. So <laughs> Um, it just so happened that I, when I'm when I moved back from uh, San Antonio, which is where I went to law school, I coincidentally began working out at a place called the Ranch Health Club, and it it was where most of the native Dallas uh, athletes, whether they played for the Bills or or wherever, if they lived in Dallas, they worked out there, and they actually um, allowed me to work out with them in some classes and then convinced me to represent some of the arena football players for the Dallas Desperados uh, and and, and uh, was able to get one or two of them into the NFL and negotiate some contracts there. And that's kind of how it got started. But I had, it fell in my lap. I, I wasn't seeking that or really didn't know anything about it. Boy, that's, that's awesome because, you know, you, you, you watch movies like Jerry Maguire and, and, and those kind of movies and you think – Boy, that that is a tough, tough business that that you're in, um, and and you start thinking, look, can, can you can you continue to walk worthy in your faith um, in a business like that? And and we're going to talk a little bit throughout the show with that. But my first, you know, question with that, it, the, the competition that you have in that field is it's a really cutthroat business, isn't it? It's real cutthroat, and you're dealing with. I, I will. I'll preface this. There's a lot of nice, good, good people in the business, but it is a very shady business. It's it is cutthroat. A lot of unethical things go on. Um, but yeah, you're competing with with it's it, it is very, it's a very difficult business. So Gary, are you do you primarily then represent um, you know those pro athletes and and football, or is there is there another sport that you just kind of seem to to have more of your uh, clientele in? It's, 
uh, now it's become strictly NFL. It's 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 all football. Wow. Uh, we did. There was a, a short time I had a business partner, and we did some baseball. But really, it's 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 only NFL now. Hey, wait. When you talked about having a business partner, how many how many um, people are are in your office? Is it just you doing this? I'm the only agent, but there's assistants, there's scouts, there's people who are are looking for talent in the southeast uh, and in some other areas. But yeah, it's just me as the agent. You know, when when you when you identify somebody, and and I and I would assume they're looking at college um, athletes, correct? And so you identify somebody that you think has a chance to get to that next level. Do, do these guys, and I don't know much about this, do they do they talk with two or three different companies and, and guys and then make a decision? Is that how that works? Um, it, it, it varies. Um, I, I think the really good, the projected first, second rounders are talking to a whole bunch of them. Um, and then when you, when you come down to guys at the end of the draft or undrafted, uh, guys, generally speaking, they're not as obviously in high demand. They're not going to make the money up front. So there's, there's, they probably talk to less people. But yeah, they, they talk to, to several and weed it out. Did, how important is it for you that some of the guys that you do represent are good ambassadors for what you've done for them? more important and i know we're going to get on some topics of testimony and all that but it's more important now to me than it was before Hmm. wow so being being from texas i mean the number of athletes coming out of texas in fact one guy told me he goes you're an ou fan he goes ou is the best team texas has uh, and, right. and uh, you know, I think of Kyler Murray and, you know, heralded um, high school quarterback athlete out of, out of, I think he was out of the Dallas area. Um, and then he, he ends up at OU gets, I mean, you, are you able, since you are from Texas to have more connections with some of those Texas athletes or is it just, um, you get them all over? Theory- yeah, in theory, but you can't talk to them until they're draft eligible. So yeah. you can't even approach them until they're sophomores or juniors in college. Yeah, and that's where I think it gets shady because those that want to try to get a leg up, you know, violate whatever NCAA policy that is, and they oh, try exactly right. And they yeah. try they try to get you know get to them before anybody else has a shot at them. So that that's where right. the integrity and um, you know, following the rules, you know, is, you know, probably a disadvantage, but hey, you do what's right and you see how the Lord works. Then. You bet. We were talking to Gary Glick. He's the founder and president of Synergy Sports. You can follow him on Twitter at GG, uh, it's G Glick, G Glick 220, G Glick 220, or you can go to their website, Synergy Sports Inc. Dot com. We'll get uh, we'll get to a break. Other side of the break, we're going to talk to Gary about his testimony and continue to talk about Synergy Sports. This is Faith in the Zone on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. More now of Faith in the Zone, discovering people of sports and their walk in faith. Faith in the Zone is brought to you by Brookside Baptist Church. Back with host Mike McGivern and Pastor Ken Keltner on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. All this time, all this time, you 
covered me. Well, welcome back to Faith in the Zone on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Mike McGivern alongside Oklahoma boy, Pastor Ken Keltner, Brookside Baptist Church, and Gary Glick. He's down in Dallas, Texas. He's the founder and president of Synergy Sports. And you can go on their website, SynergySportsInc.com. Hey, I'm up here in the Badger State now, okay? so That's I'm, right. Where you know, where you live? I live in Menominee Falls, Wisconsin. Wisconsin. That a boy. Well done. Well done. <laughs> I've been practicing that. Yeah, you sound good, man. Yeah. You sound really good. Now I'm starting to understand you a little bit. <laughs> hey, Gary, one thing, I appreciate uh, you coming on and Mike getting you all set up for today. One aspect uh, that we love about our program and uh, I think people enjoy listening to it, is uh, uh, we want to hear from people how their journey of faith began. I mean, uh, we want to know uh, uh, your story. Everybody has a story of how, you know, the Lord worked in their life to where they, you know, came to that point that they put their trust completely in the Lord. So we'd love for you to, to share that with us, Gary. Yeah. Um, mine's, mine's probably a little backwards because, when, as I said, we, we split time between— uh, Dallas and Alabama in the summers um, and a little beyond. And my grandmother was a strict and devout Southern Baptist, so we were actually forced to go to church every Sunday. And at that age, I don't know that you really understand what's going on, but you're there. Um, and, and I guess uh, being there uh, is, is, is a big part of it, but I don't think you actually grasp it or at least I didn't grasp it at that age. Um, it's hard to say when I, when I actually began the journey, but I can tell you when it was strengthened and solidified, and that is probably, let's see, I started this business in 2002. In 2010, I was put into the hospital without a big chance to live. Mm. And, um, in fact, it was one of the only times I've ever seen my mother cry, and I could see it through the window of the room that I was in. I was in the hospital for 30 days in intensive care for seven. And I guess let me go back and say, if you know me, I work out every day. I don't think I've ever had the flu. I don't get sick. And so this was real unusual. But they did not give me a big chance to live. And so in that 30 days, I, I began praying uh, as much as I think anybody could. And it was at that time that, that, I, that my relationship with God was solidified, I think. Mm-hmm. What, what was it? Did, did they, were they able to finally discover what, what the illness was? Well, a couple of kind of miraculous things happened. Number one, um, I... I, I'm not exaggerating when I say that, that I don't think a gunshot to the stomach could hurt any worse than what I was going through. So um, I was taken to a diagnostic facility for CT scans. And before I left the facility, they had my doctor on the phone who told me to get my butt to a hospital. And I didn't care how um, ambulance drive if I could but get to a hospital. So I went to the nearest hospital Um which which didn't have the facilities to diagnose me. They put me in an ambulance and took me to where my mom worked for years and years as a, a emergency room nurse at Baylor Hospital. Yeah. 
and they did a bone marrow biopsy that day and discovered what it was. It's called, I will shorten the name because I don't know the nickname for it. It's called JAK2, which is a bone marrow mutation, which mass produces uh, red blood, uh, blood platelets. And mm. I had a blood clot that had been killing off my organs, basically. Mm. Yeah, so. yeah. Uh, that is a phenomenal hospital. Uh, in 78, when I was in college, I, I had a major issue, and uh, uh, I went to, uh, got on a plane. I was in college in South Carolina, and a uh, doctor saw me and said, hey, you, you need you need medical attention as far as a, a major surgeon here. And I'd already visited with a surgeon at Baylor Hospital, drove down from Tulsa there, and flew right to Dallas, and Got off the plane and got a taxi and uh, dropped me off downtown there and uh, found Baylor Baylor University Hospital and uh, I'm I'm grateful for the medical care I received there and so it was during that time that you're going through that you know when a, when a person loses their money or they lose their health uh, one of the first ones they turn to is the Lord and so it really sounds like to me that you know possibly you know during that time even was. Um, everything that you had learned, even all those years going to, to church when your grandma was taking you to church and so forth, all, all uh, meshed into making sense to you at that point. You really, really uh, confirmed that and nailed down that decision to, to trust Christ at that point. And um, so the most important thing is that you know you're on your way to heaven right now. Exactly. Exactly. And I'm, I am so much more relaxed and secure in my faith. Yeah. Well, you, you know, Gary, anytime that somebody is willing to, to put some of the stuff that you put up on your website about talk about, you know, the company that you have founded on sound Christian principles, and you're willing to, to put that up, especially in the business that you're in, saying, look, I'm not ashamed. I'm not afraid. This is who I am. This is, you know, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna walk worthy. If if you pick us, know what you're getting into. If you pick Synergy Sports to represent you, and and I and I really I I like the fact that you're willing to do that, Gary. And that's a big part, obviously, of of what the mission statement of your business is. Thank you. I I would think too, Gary. Uh, you know, there as we've been on for six years. I mean, we've. You know, uh, it's sometimes hard to get guests, uh, but, you know, it's been growing, you know, for the last six years. And we've talked to numerous uh, pro athletes, even in football. You know, Tony Dungy came on, and, and it was John Stallworth who was really instrumental in, in sharing Christ with him. But I would think that if uh, there's a college-age young person coming out who, who knows the Lord personally as their Savior or— um, that, that man, if they found someone that had the reputation of of a believer and wanting to do it the right way, that that would be seem like to me that would be a draw to to you and to your company. I would, I would, I would hope so. Um, I, you, boy, I, I, there, there's some such unethical. I, you see things that. It would not surprise me if, if somebody were to misrepresent that to a player yeah. uh, who's in that situation. Uh, I mean, I see yeah. it all the time with, with these agents that go to a school to recruit a player, and they've got that school's colors and that school's logos on, even though they've got nothing whatsoever to do with that school. Um, yeah, it, 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 it's, 
a sales job. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure even if they went to a, to, to a Christian college that had a, a player that they felt could make it in the NFL, they probably would have the lingo down uh, to be able to talk Bible and so forth with someone. That's exactly right. Mm. Uh, hey. It is. You mentioned earlier it's hard to, to walk the walk, and, and, and it is It is sometimes just because you see yourself losing all these players to these shady individuals. But, um, you know, if it was meant to be, it's meant to be, I think. Hey, uh, Gary, when when you're out talking to, to, to some of these guys, and, and obviously some of the guys that you represent – uh, would would not be uh, consider themselves believers or Christians. Are, do you have a chance to talk a little bit about your faith and a little bit about your background? I do if it comes up, and I always refer every one of them to our website. Yeah, I think that uh, that's good. When when you um when you represent these guys, and it's just not you in there trying to negotiate contracts, correct? I mean, there are a number of things outside of just trying to get them the best deal they can um, that you work with these guys on, correct? Oh, yeah. There's there's endorsements. Um, I have taken uh, I have taken players to church with me when they've come and visited in Dallas to interview me. Um, there's, there's financial planning, taxes, uh, sponsorships, putting on camps for them or with them. Um, one thing I do I think that's a little bit unique is that when a player does make a team, we sit down and pick out a children's charity, and I, from my fee, nothing comes out of their pocket, but out of my fee I donate to that charity in their name. Mm. Yeah. yeah, I think that's important. Guys, let's get to a break. Our other side of the break, we'll continue talking with Gary Glick. We're going to ask him a little bit more about the business and, and – uh, Get some ideas from him on on yeah. And we're not going to ask any names, but uh, you know some of the some of the uh, general managers and the guys he's worked with in the NFL. Um, how he's feeling about that group of guys, and uh, we're not going to ask him to name names, right, Pastor? Uh, no, 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 uh, we're not no. doing that. Maybe off the air. Maybe <laughs> off the air. We'll be back on the other side again. Gary Glick, he's the founder and president of Synergy Sports. You can follow him on Twitter. It's gglick two twenty. GGLIC220, or you can go to their website, SynergySportsInc.com. This is Faith in the Zone on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to Faith in the Zone, an inside look at people in sports and their walk in faith. Faith in the Zone is brought to you by Brain Balance of Mequon. Here's host Mike McGivern and Pastor Ken Keltner on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. All this time, all this time, you covered me. Welcome back to Faith in the Zone on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern alongside Pastor Ken Keltner from Brookside Baptist Church. Our special guest, Gary Glick. He's the founder and president of Synergy Sports. They're located uh, in Texas, have an office in Fort Worth and an office in Dallas. And uh, th- this uh, this company that he has, it is a sports and management agency, is founded on sound Christian principles of trust and integrity. Teamwork, accessibility, and family atmosphere are the foundation which enable this company to nurture and develop strong agent-player relations while offering an extensive network of tailored services to meet the specific needs of each athlete. 
You know, um, Gary, when you first got into this business, is it, it, how long ago was that, by, by the way? I started in 2002. So 17 years later, uh, how much has this business you're in changed in 17 years? Uh, it's changed quite a bit, and then some things like the shadiness has stayed the same. <laughs> so um, the, the business changes is you know, quite a bit. Um, it's governed. We're governed by the NFL Players Association, the union for the NFL players. So uh, as they change, it, it kind of dictates change to us. How about the NCAA? I would think that they're, you know, they have a watch list of uh, agents and trying to protect their student athletes. Is that is that the case? They do. They're not. I don't really run into them as much as I run into. Um, if you want to call it issues, but but uh, concerns with the compliance departments from the individual schools. Mm. Yeah, because they're they're obviously not one to be put on probation. Right, they're 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 they've got. If if there has been a change, they've gotten extremely strict, um, which is you know good and bad. The good is that they're strict on the agents; you're not supposed to talk to the players so on and so forth, but the bad is the ethical agents, the ones of us that do it right, are bound by those rules. The other ones aren't. Yeah. So they're still doing the shady behind the scenes uh, things to get these, these good players and meet them and talk to them and get to know them way before we do. Yeah, but I, I would think at some point, you know, whether it's the school or even the NCAA, they're they're saying, hey, be, be careful right here what you're getting ready to get into. Uh, because this guy shouldn't be on campus talking to you right now, right? Hey, I'll be Gary. Can I ask what? Um, and I always wondered this: if you've got a player and it's maybe the the fifth or sixth or seventh round um, of the NFL draft, would you prefer that that player not get drafted so that you know you can you can then um, offer him a lot of different opportunities with teams and tryouts, or would you prefer all the way through the draft to have your player drafted? My my preference, and then this is with an asterisk a little bit, is they get drafted, partly because of the pride of, of hearing their name and, and and so much that they've worked for and they've worked they have worked so hard to prepare for the pro day or the combine. Um, but then on the flip side of that, and, and I wouldn't say fifth or sixth, but the seventh round, you start thinking about um, maybe a priority free agent that you can kind of pick and choose a team where the need is greater for his position. Yeah, I you know, I often wondered that. Are there guys, and, and look, I'm a high school basketball coach, and, and I'm around this high school um, where I coached, and, and there was a, a kid named Darius Crowley-Reed who's, uh, been on faith in the zone. In fact, and he um, he had 57 touchdowns last year, and and he he took second in the hundred yard dash in the state. And I, I was just really surprised that he never got a look at a Division One school. And he's playing. He got a Division Two deal to go up in, to Minneapolis. Are there players that that you've had that you just cannot understand why he's they're not getting looks? More often than not, yeah, I've got I've got one. I, yeah, I won't say names. One of them I knew because he had off the field issues and it was a problem. But I mean, he was a big receiver from the Big Twelve. Uh, ran a four four eight uh, forty. 
great athlete, basketball, football, but he had off-the-field problems. He was a projected second-round talent and wasn't drafted. Um, you know, I have a kid right now. We're having problems placing. He ran a 4-2-4-40, um, great hands and, and, and tough kid and not getting any looks. Well, you know, my cousin played the Big 12. He played for Kansas State. He was an offensive lineman, and uh, he played every position under Coach Schneider. And um, uh, great, great pass blocker and so forth. And he didn't get he didn't get drafted at all. But then, I'm not sure who his agent was, but he did end up signing on with the um, he signed on with the Packers for a period of time, and then they uh, they traded him to uh, St. Louis. Uh, no, not St. Louis. Yeah, yeah, St. Louis. Yeah, St. Louis before they went to L.A. Yeah, there you go. And uh, but he uh, he was really uh, encouraged that you know even though he didn't make the draft that he still was able to land with the team. Right, I've had that happen quite a bit, and um, you just don't know why. And then they make the team, they make the fifty-three, and you look at a team. I'll throw my own Cowboys Dallas under the bus, which they used to do experimental players in the late rounds. They get guys that never played the position or didn't play in college or something where you've got a guy that played his position, played well, and makes a team. And you just wonder, why Why are you picking that guy as an experiment over this guy who can play? Do you know, years and years ago, the Packers um, drafted, their, it was the last pick, I think, in, in, um, in last uh, their last pick. And there was a kid by the name of Tim Crumry who was, he, oh, yeah. yeah. He, you know, he was sitting there, and the Packers picked a basketball player and tried to make him a defensive back instead of picking Crumry. And then he goes to the Bengals, and he's, you know, he was a beast. But he had yeah. gotten hurt, you know, senior year, I think. And and so the Packers just, and at that point, they never they never picked any. They would never draft a, a Badger because it just wasn't, they didn't think it was a good idea. <laughs> hey, are there, and you don't need to name these guys, but are there, are there general managers, obviously, that you like to work with more than others? Yes. <laughs> yes. He's not naming anybody, but it's a straight yes. You want to tell? You want to talk colors or uniforms or anything? You know, we can. You know, we can do that. Hey, um, before we let you go, Gary, any players that that you have that are playing in the NFL now that we should keep our eye on? Um. Uh, yeah, you know what I'm going to tell you. One of them from the University of Oklahoma, because you said Oklahoma. Um, he's a wide receiver with the Chargers right now, and he had an impressive. First game in the in the time he got to come in and play, and uh, his name is Jordan Smallwood. Okay, hmm. well, I'm right. He is a big, big kid who ran a four four eight or four four nine forty, and he's an impressive kid. I, I if he if he gets a real fair shot, I think he's going to stick. Hmm. You know, I'm a, you know I do those fantasy football leagues. You know, late late uh, late round. I may have to just pick that guy to be able to send you a text and say your boy <laughs> just scored 15 for me or something. <laughs> that would be awesome. That would Love be it. great. Or I'd have to say, hey, look, I'm, I'm trading your guy. I, he's not giving me anything. <laughs> hey, Gary Glick, thank you so much for the time. Uh, founder and president of Synergy Sports. You know, keep walking worthy. Uh, brother, and, and, and again, in that business you're in, uh, you, you be the light for these guys, all right? Uh, absolutely. Thank you guys for having me. Yeah, you yeah. bet. Hey, Pastor, uh, 
We're, we're going to get to a break. Other side of the break, we have a new sponsor here on Faith in the Zone, and I'm looking forward uh, to bringing them in. Uh, they're the owners of Brain Balance Centers in Mequon, and uh, we're going to talk to them and thank them a little bit. I know you've got to go, uh, so I'll do that uh, segment solo. Uh, we're going to thank uh, them for becoming a, a sponsor and, and, and talk to them a little bit about their business and, and their business model, and it's really Christian-based, and I'm excited to talk to them on the other side. This is Faith in the Zone on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Back to Faith in the Zone, a journey on how people in sports walk in faith. Faith in the Zone is brought to you by Fella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Here's host Mike McGivern and Pastor Ken Keltner on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. All this time, all this time, you covered me. Welcome back to Faith in the Zone, Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern, flying solo for this last segment. We have a new sponsor on Faith in the Zone, and I'm so excited to have these guys part of what we do here on Faith in the Zone. And I've invited uh, Jason and Lynn Brittnacher. They uh, they are the owners of Brain Balance uh, Brain Balance Center in in Mequon, I believe. And we'll get uh, we'll get more information on on what they do and how they do it here. Um, Lynn, uh, thank you so much for 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 deciding to be a sponsor on Faith in the Zone and coming in studio today. How you been? Good, really good. We're excited to be a part of this. Excellent. Hey, Jason, uh, talking a little bit, you and I have a lot in common, brother. And, uh, man, you're now on my prayer list, right? You and I, uh, we got to hold each other accountable on some things. And um, thank you so much for, for getting involved. Obviously, um, when it comes to our lives and, and the Lord has 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 you know, reached some of the things that uh, that maybe we shouldn't be doing and, and said, hey, you don't want enough of that. And uh, we're doing good. So I, it's good to know that uh, I've got somebody I can call if I'm struggling with some stuff. How are you doing today? Great. Yeah, thanks for coming in. Hey, can we talk a little bit about, um, first of all, about the uh, brain balance? And where are you guys located? Uh, we're, we're located on Port Washington Road in Mequon, Wisconsin. And uh, how long have you guys been in business? Well, the business has been there for 10 years. We took over in May, so about two and a half months. Man, how's it so far so good? It's amazing every day. We love coming to work. Lord is good. Yes. Yeah. Hey, so talking, um, doing a pre, uh, pre-show pre interview, I guess you would call, um, the, the Lord has really had his hand on this entire business. Yep. For sure. No no doubt. No doubt. Hey, so talk a little bit. And as we're talking, um, we're, we're talking with, with Lynn and Jason. You can always look this up. It's brainbalancecenters.com. Is Correct. BrainBalanceCenters.com. And I looked a lot on their website today, and I love the fact that they're, they're, this is a whole different animal in my eyes. You know, I've got, I've got a daughter who's a, a teacher, a son-in-law who's a teacher, and a daughter-in-law who's a teacher. And we've had these conversations that I think, you know, we're quick to label kids and we're quick to, to, to utilize medication on, on, on different issues for kids and maybe some learning disabilities. Brain balance, you guys look at this as a whole different um, opportunity to utilize non-medical ways to help kids to be able to concentrate and become better students? That's correct. So, you, Yeah, talk a little bit about that if you can. Sure. So at Brain Balance, we um, take kids who have uh, social, emotional, behavioral, academic issues um, and 
like Mike said, we don't really care about labels. If a child has a label, great. Then they're getting a little extra support at school. Um, but one thing that makes us different than schools or the medical field is that we always say what we do is we change the child. Um, so we have the opportunity to actually go in and, and see that the real underlying issue is a, is a functional disconnect, meaning there's areas of the brain that are processing slower than other areas of the brain. So this being a sports show, you can probably relate. It would be like some areas of, of a child's brain might be at socially a three-year-old, and then they're very off the charts academically, and they might be closer to a 12-year-old. So now we have a three-year-old and a 12-year-old, and they decide to play a game of tennis. Because every time our brain does anything or has any motor output, we need to use the whole brain. So imagine what it's like for a 12-year-old to try to play a good game of tennis with a three-year-old and communicate back and forth. It's just not going to work. So what we do at Brain Balance is, is we take those areas that are developmentally behind, and through sensory motor stimulation and sensory input, we are able to – oh, I should also mention a nutrition plan. Um, We're able to grow that level very quickly. And um, once again, it's non-medical. So many times our um, clients, when they leave the program, you know, may have come in on medication. They no longer need medication and um, are thriving. So we always say we want our, our kids to leave and live up to their God, God-given potential is what we're looking for. Hey, um, Jason, we, we, we had talked um, a lot about, about how you guys feel as though the Lord has really led you and, and assisted in, in this business. And you guys have to feel great. You're changing lives. And, and how important that is. Part of this is personal for you. As far as, you know, that part, you, you struggle a little bit, you, you thought as a student when you were younger and being able to focus and, and keep things into perspective. And the idea behind leaving your, your job, and you had a great job prior to this, um, to, to help kids so they don't have to struggle the way you did. Uh, it's it certainly for me is it, what, what a, what just a commendable thing that, that you're doing. And you feel like this is, is, you know, what you're, you're being led to do, correct? Correct. I sh- I struggled with a lot of comfort with my own body. Basically, I was in my own skin, being comfortable with who I was. So I became going other places, struggling, trying to comfort myself by calming down with alcohol or whatever for a long time, and struggle with that. And then back in 2017, September 10th, it was I surrendered my life to the Lord, and Amen. ever since then. I don't have any struggles. I do not have a struggle whatsoever. I do not have any thought about that. But ever from now, from that point till now, I don't look at being served as in wanting everything that is worldly. I don't need this car. I don't need that. I'm here to serve the Lord and give back to other people. Now, what I know works, it is proven. We have the science behind it. And the kids do benefit from all this. They will see results. And if, if, if in your mind, if, if, if brain balance can, can help one kid not have to go through the struggles that you went through, then it's worth it. And, and I love that. I, you know, I like the fact that where, where this, this brain balance is. And, and I started doing a lot of research for this a couple of days ago after, um, after yeah, the sales rep here let me know that you guys were going to be in as a partner and an advertiser on Faith in the Zone. And I really like the, the approach that you guys take. You know, I have two kids. I have four grandkids. And if any of them were to be struggling in, in some of the areas that, that brain balance could help, 
after reading and going on your website, I would definitely make that call to you guys to say, hey, look, can can I bring my grandson um, down to talk to you? BrainBalanceCenters.com is where you want to go to take a look at, read their mission statement, read the way they kind of go about in, in some of the things that they that they believe in. You know, it is, and they talk about, look, it, it, they establish unique, a unique plan for each child that includes sensory motor uh, work, eye tracking, core exercise, academic engagement, you know, healthy nutrition, Again, different than some of the other places and some of the other things that you're reading about that 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 kids may need, um, or at least people say that they need when when they're struggling. Um, Lynn, you were a teacher for how long? Seventeen years. Seventeen years. So this whole doing this comes naturally for you. I mean, to, to be able to educate kids and help kids become better students is right up your alley. It's what I've been looking for. For the last 10 years, I've ran into walls trying to figure out why I couldn't help kids grow or behave socially as they should um, at their level and help them to be successful. And I've left every year feeling like I failed. I didn't do enough. And I found something. That's what my prayer was this whole time was, how can I help these kids? You know, and I have a list of kids in my head that I want to reach out to and offer this program to and say, I did you, you know, I didn't do you justice when I had the opportunity because and And to be fair, and I just want to say this because teachers are doing the best. Schools are filled with people who love children and want to do everything they can for these kids. But what we do at Brain Balance is not something that can be done at school because we're actually doing something. We're fixing the brain um, and we're changing the brain. Schools are not a place for that. Schools are a place for educating and for curriculum. Um, And so Brain Balance, we, we really like when we partner with schools. And that's something we do is when clients come on board, we go in and we meet with teachers and we kind of walk the path together hand in hand so that we can collaborate and work together. You know, um, and you're again in Mequon, correct? Yes. And give us your address. We are at. You know, no, no, you know the. Uh, it's it's right on Port Washington Road, correct? Yes, I'm like struggling on the spot. Here. You know what? They, hey, don't worry about that. Go to brainbalancecenters.com. Brainbalancecenters.com. This is Lynn's first uh, first radio interview, and she she said, "Look, I'm going to be nervous doing this." I said, "No, I'm going to make you really uncomfortable. I'm not going to ask you any questions." That you don't know. Um, so now you've got it. I've Come got to your head. it. Thank you for smartphones. Mm-hmm. 11649 North Port Washington Road. And we're in Suite 101 in Mequon. And that's right off of, uh, is it Mequon Road in Port Washington, right in that in that area? Yep, we're yep. right off of Highway 43. Perfect. There you go. So you do yourself a favor. If you've got kids, grandkids like I do, and, and you, you know, school year is just about to start. So this is the, a really good time. Is this the busiest? This will be your busy time, right? Yeah. Within the last month, a lot of moms and dads are calling and they're starting to get nervous about that. Getting back into school, especially our kids who struggle academically or with social interactions. You know, moms and dads want them to um, be successful. And I would say that's the biggest thing about our program, too, is, is we change the whole family. I mean, the whole family dynamic. We have families who can't go out in public very much, can't go to restaurants because there's a lot of tantruming and inappropriate and people look at their children and think they're bad kids and they're not bad kids. They are just struggling with a functional disconnect. And so they see this change within the first three to four weeks. We have parents coming back and like, you will not believe what happened. So what what age kids do you work with? uh, We take kids from the ages of four through 18 currently. And we also have a college readiness program for some of those older kids um, called our college reboot. So, and we're open, there's going to be an adult program coming out as well. 
They're open uh, Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. Saturdays from 8 to 2. And I would I would highly recommend go to that website. A lot of really good information on the website, brainbalancecenters.com. And, and I hope you're okay with this, Lynn. I, I'm just going to uh, read one uh, sentence of an email that, that you sent to us um, where, where you talk about, look, um, our journey, we're sur- uh, uh, surrendering our lives to God as we brought, as He brought this opportunity to us. So I think, you know, this would be a great uh, show for us to be a part of. We have a testimony that we've shared with churches and anyone that will listen. It's a great partnership, I think, with what we do with Faith in the Zone, with a company and people like you that are willing to say, look, this is who we are. You know what? This is who we are. This is where we've come from. And, and we are servant leadership obviously is really important to both you guys and, and your four kids. Um, they, they have an 11 year old, a four year old, a three year old, and a 14 month year old. You guys are busy. We're busy. And, and to be able, you know what? And for the Lord to say, look, you, you have to, you know, serve your kids and, 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 and be great parents. But, but I want you out there helping these other kids as well. It's it, just a wonderful, I believe, business model. So if anybody listening to Faith in the Zone, again, you want more information on what Lynn and Jason are doing, you know, go to that website, brainbalancecenters.com. And look, we, uh, we want to support companies that support shows like Faith in the Zone. I can't thank you enough for coming in today. Um, but please, if there's anything you need from, from this listener group or this show, uh, let us know. Thank you. We, we're so excited to be partnering with Faith in the Zone. Great. Yes, thanks for having us. Yeah, it's nice to meet you, brother. Nice to meet you as you, well. You bet. This is Faith in the Zone on Sports Radio 105.7 FM. The fan. You've been listening to Faith in the Zone with host Mike McGivern and Pastor Ken Keltner. You can hear Faith in the Zone every Sunday at 8 a.m. To find past shows, exclusive podcasts, or to contribute with an inside tip for a guest, simply go to faithinthezone.com. Faith in the Zone is an inside look at people of sports and their walk in faith. Join us again next Sunday for Faith in the Zone, right here on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Was it really amazing grace? Now I know for certain, Lord, it was you that rescued me. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.